0: Father God, you are so holy. You're everything to us. We adore you. We love you. We thank you that we're the objects of your never-ending and unfailing love, which we can abide in forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You can be seated. Now, I've been going to this church since 2010, and uh, by 2012, I was kind of doing the Church, fellowship, hokey pokey. I don't know if you know what that is, where you put yourself in and then you take yourself out. (laughs) And when you take yourself out, Satan shakes you all about. (laughs) And that's kind of where I was. And um, I had joined a home team, but I wasn't really coming to service in the morning, which kind of, you get called out because the home team is usually about the service. And if you didn't attend, it's hard to fake it. It's like showing up to a pop quiz. But although I wasn't coming in the morning, I wasn't really worshiping regularly, that home team became a kind of family for me and a chance to begin to be part of the body of Christ. And during that time, we had planned during Easter season to do a living last supper. Have any of you been to one of those? Did any of you come to ours by any chance a few years back? Yeah. Um, At that time, I wasn't doing much in the church, but Terry called me and asked me to come in to be one of the apostles, and uh, she asked me to be John. I know. Um, John, I love John, because John had such an intimate relationship with the Lord. John referred to himself as the one who Jesus loved. And you know, obviously Jesus loves us all as hard as big. He doesn't have favorites, but John recognized in his relationship with Jesus, that I'm so loved by Jesus. And by going through the Living Last Supper, I I spoke John's lines. I talked about how Jesus was my best friend, how I sat next to him at, at, at the table on the Last Supper, how I put my head on his shoulder, on his breast, and felt his heartbeat. And Jeff Wetterman, me, couldn't say those things very easily. That was hard for me to imagine But when I put on the role of John, there was something where I began to apply that to me. There was something healing in that. That was really the beginning of of a healing in my life. And the whole thing about the Living Last Supper is it's when Jesus introduces the covenant of communion, where he tells his closest friends, those that he loves so much, right before he's going to be betrayed, he, he tells them about the new covenant about his body being a sacrifice for them, broken for them, and about his blood being shed for them. And he sat with them, and he, he introduced this to them, and they, in his presence, locking eyes with him, they learned this wonderful mystery that we continue to practice today. And what I love about this church and about the way communion is done here, you know, so many churches, when I was Catholic growing up, and, and as a Catholic, you know, the, the, the Eucharist is really a, it's kind of a mysterious, almost, as a child, almost a scary thing. Like it had a power to it. And I would come up and the priest would say, Body of Christ. And you would take it and you'd go. And I'd want to make sure I had my hands right and I was behaving correctly. It was, I didn't, I, as a child, felt, couldn't feel the intimacy with Christ in that. Now, many people do. It's not anything about the Catholic Church, it was my experience in it. And then many churches I've come to since, uh, there may be a little table on the side, and you go up, and you just take the bread and wine, and you sit down, or you're sitting shoulder to shoulder with people, and you're kind of passing the plate. But communion is communal, is communal. It's about brothers and sisters in Christ reminding one another of that precious sacrifice of Jesus. You know, it says in the Bible that when we take communion, whenever we take it, we proclaim the death of Jesus. And we proclaim that to one another. And there's something beautiful that when we come come down to take the elements and a member of our body, one of my brothers or sisters, looks me in the eye and says, this is Jesus' body broken for you. This is Christ's blood shed for you. And it's my brother proclaiming to me a truth that I need to remember every single day, that I need to... Stand in awe and reverence of every single day. And I remember the first time uh, I took communion here, I'd come back to service after a while. My hokey pokey was in, I was in that point. And Lenae Turner, she was in my home team and she was doing the communion. And I remember she was holding the bread and she said, This is Christ's body broken for you, Jeff. It was personal, it was real. I felt like John with my head on his shoulder, the the guy that Jesus loves. And I hope as we come today that we don't rush through this process. But in that moment, when you stand in front of your brother and sister and you proclaim Jesus' death, his sacrifice for you, that it means something, that you take it in his presence. So as we prepare, let's go ahead and say the Lord's Prayer. The elements have been blessed. So when we're finished with that, we can come forward. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom the power and glory forever amen so those of you that are serving communion if you'll come forward to the front